0: Well, greetings, everyone, and welcome to the greatest spectacle in Indiana educational leadership, the IAPSS Poll Position Bobcast. You know, our association members are truly the poll setters in the race to provide the best educational programs in the state of Indiana. So, ladies and gentlemen, start your Bobcast engines. Well, greetings, everyone. I'm Bob Taylor, your host for this latest edition of the Poll Position Bobcast. And today I'm very excited. We have a guest that uh, I've known for several years and had the pleasure to work with and uh, greatly admire and appreciate the work he does on behalf of Indiana uh, educators and Indiana principals and superintendents particularly. And that is Mr. Tim McRoberts, the Associate Executive Director of the IASP. Tim, welcome and thank you for joining us today.
1: Well uh Dr. Taylor uh, thanks for having me and I am quite impressed with the title of Bobcast I think that is uh that is unique and uh, I love it but uh happy to be here today
0: Well to appreciate you joining us and and uh you know hopefully the Bobcast podcast, the outcome is all the same. We can get a little little entertainment and a little information out there. So you know, Tim, while we get started, why don't you give us a little of your background? I know it's a rather diversified background as a school leader and an association leader. So why don't you tell us a little about yourself?
1: Yeah, um, I've been doing this a lot longer than I, I think sometimes. When I, I think back, uh, people ask me to, you know, where I came from, what I've done and all that kind of stuff. Um I, a lifelong educator, um, started my teaching career a long time ago at Cascade High School out in uh, uh, Western Hendricks County and uh, spent 13 years there, I'm sorry, 15 years there and uh, actually was uh, blessed to serve in several different positions. I was a classroom teacher and I coached uh, basketball and baseball out there and then I became the athletic director, Um, then was an assistant principal and a principal before I left there and uh, went to Speedway High School. So you're talking about pole position uh, on your uh, podcast here, uh, home of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where I spent 13 years as an assistant principal and principal. And uh, during that time, uh, my administrative work, I became involved with IASP, just like uh, most administrators do, and, and you know became a member of the association, uh, served on the board of directors and the executive committee, and um, just uh, was greatly enamored with the organization, and when this position of Associate Executive Director came open, been eight and a half years ago now, I applied and was fortunate enough to uh, to to land the position, so I've been here uh, working with Dr. Bess and the rest of the IASP employees. Uh, this is my ninth school year now doing this, but um, just a uh, Long blessed career uh, working in education with students and teachers and administrators in the state. You know, it's quite
0: a varied background, Tim. You know, and I I think too, the appropriateness of your being a guest on our uh, IAPSS poll position Bobcast is that you were the principal at the home of the spark plugs, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct?
1: That's absolutely correct. Um, It's been a great deal of time there in Speedway. Yeah. Yeah,
0: keeping the theme going, that's for sure. But I think also, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you have some experience in public education governance. Didn't you serve some time as a school board member?
1: I did. I also serve, yes, I live in Danville, Indiana, uh, basically a lifelong Danville residence where I grew up. Um, but yeah, I did a four-year term on the uh, school board there in Danville and um, enjoyed serving the community in that sense.
0: You know, I, I, uh, I always appreciate the very background you bring. Uh, so to our listeners, you know Tim is, is uh, someone that is an advocate at the State House, uh, literally the chief advocate for the principal Association and works very closely and complementary with uh, Superintendent's Association as well as uh, business officials Association. and Tim really brings a, a wide, wide range of experiences. Uh, to that position of advocacy. And and I can tell you, we talk about someone wanting to be at the table and uh, Mr. McRoberts has established himself among our legislators as someone who's respected and appreciated. And I think it's that very background that you have, Tim, that um, adds to your credibility and your effectiveness as uh, as a legislative advocate for all of public education in Indiana. So thank you for that. So, you know, one of the issues that we always enjoy hearing about here on the Bobcast is the topic of leadership, Tim. Mm -hmm. You know, our members are at the forefront of educational leadership in Indiana, and at IAPSS, we believe that leadership is an ever-evolving set of skills that are always relevant, and the development of this skill set is a lifelong process. Maybe you could share with our listeners some of your thoughts about what makes a strong leader uh maybe even share a personal example of an educator in your life that influenced uh leadership
1: yeah uh, you know leadership is uh, uh one of those topics that um i've always you know been highly drawn to uh i think it probably goes all the way back to my my coaching uh background um when i was younger i just really enjoyed uh, uh being a leader in terms of uh, being a coach and then uh carried out you know through in the education world um just always sought opportunities to to move into leadership positions and just something I've always been drawn to. But, you know, I've studied, studied the topic a lot, just like a lot of uh, you all out there. And um, I think over the years, what has really become very much in the forefront in terms of what it takes to be a successful leader. I just really believe that successful teams, successful schools, Um, operate with a high level of trust. And I I just think the ability uh, for a leader to develop trust um, is at the forefront of those skills that leaders need to develop. And, you know, that entails a lot of things, you know, building trust. And so I kind of have five key components, I think, that um, are effective uh, when looking to build trust with a group or with a team. Number one is I just think integrity is is huge. Um, You have to be a good person. You have to be a dependable person. People have to know that uh, you're being honest and that you are being uh, forthright uh, when you are leading them. That's the first thing they're going to want to know about. Second thing is, and I just think relationships are huge. Um, We have to, uh, you know, John Maxwell said that leadership is influence. And uh, I think the best way to influence people is to develop good, strong relationships with them. Have to put others in front of yourself as a leader. Uh, your interest um, go, takes a back seat when you're talking about the the best interest of others. Thirdly, and I think this one can be um, tough for a lot of us, but we have to be willing to admit when we make mistakes. Uh, we have to be humble, and uh, you know I think that uh, people that you are leading appreciate that and, and respect you more when you are willing to admit those mistakes. I think the fourth key is you have to lead by example. Your actions should reflect your words. Um, you cannot be contradictory in the way you behave and the way you talk. And then I think the last thing, and this is one is one that slips through the cracks a lot of times too, is you got to follow through on your commitments and your promises and your conversations. Um, if you say you're going to do something, do it. Do it in a timely manner. Um, don't ignore others. Their requests and their interests, and just make sure that you follow through. And sometimes, you know, people don't like the answers that you give them, but they'll respect the fact that you did answer them and you didn't just ignore them or put them off. So I think those are some key components uh, when I think about trust in that regard. And, um, you know, you kind of asked a a second question there in regard to people that are a person that's been influential to me. Um, I tell you what I I tell people all the time I've lived a very blessed life I've been surrounded by a lot of great people um, that have served as as mentors and and uh, people that have helped me um, succeed and, and become whatever it is that I've become uh, for better for worse I think for better um, but you know obviously my parents a huge key there but just so many other people when I think about coaches and teachers and coworkers. Um, and, uh, so to talk about one person would be tough, but I'm, I'm going to throw a name out there that some of you may recognize. And, uh, it's because he crossed a lot of these lines in regards to teacher coach and colleague, but, uh, Denny Leathers, uh, who was a guy out of Danville, um, still in Danville, but, uh, he was a math teacher and a basketball coach for me as I was growing up, as I moved into, um, the professional world at Cascade High School and became an athletic director. He was also the athletic director at Danville High School, so was able to help me uh, grow in that regard. But there was something that he said uh, many times when he was teaching math, and and he probably wouldn't even remember that he said this, but uh, he would always talk about in math, you got to push the pencil. You got to push the pencil. That's what he'd always say. And, you know, I knew the translation of that. I mean, you know, you got to do the work in math. It's not always fun, but you got to push the pencil and do the work. So I've always equated that just kind of with life. You know, you got to show up, you got to do the work, you got to put in the time, you got to put in the effort, you got to embrace the process. And there's often many times even now all these years later when I might have a task that I don't necessarily uh, find uh, enjoyable or something that I want to do. I just remind myself sometimes you got to push the pencil. You know, you just got to do the work and put in the effort.
0: It's interesting. Uh, I think everyone finds that one or two people that kind of influence them through mentors, uh, and, and, uh, had, had helped formulate kind of the basics core for what we individually think of as leadership. Uh, first, let me say, Tim, I knowing you as I do and had the pleasure to work with you and know you on a personal level, um, you truly, uh, abide by all of those five elements that uh, you you talked about, uh, the integrity, the relationship development, being humble and leading by example and follow through. And that whole trust factor, I think, is, is something that is so critical for all leaders. Uh, and of course, too, I'll just tell you that uh, somewhere, sometime, someday, somebody's going to be asked that same question and the name Tim McRoberts is going to come up. Uh, that's the influence that you have. So, well, Tim, I can't thank you enough for taking time to join us today and uh, for sharing uh, your insights and uh, your uh, thoughts on leadership with our members. We, sem- we certainly appreciate that. But before we go, before we wave the white flag on this uh, one lap around the IAPSS track, I got one last question for you. You know uh, better than most because you've signed it. Every student who graduates from high school here in Indiana receives a diploma, and here in Indiana, every diploma has to be signed by the building principal and the superintendent of schools. Now, I would guess you could easily remember from your days in high school who your high school principal was, but the harder question is, do you remember who the superintendent was that signed your high school
1: diploma? Well, that's a great question. I am going to answer that question. I know the answer to that question, actually, uh, because he would be what I would consider to be a Danville legend, and that's Henry Cox, Uh, Henry Cox uh, went through Danville schools. Um, I'm not sure if he was ever the high school principal, uh, but he was the superintendent there in Danville for many, many years. And here's a little gee whiz fact for you, is that uh, Henry Cox still owns the pole vault record at Danville High School. And so that would have had to been set, I don't know, in the 40s or 50s or something like that. Um, But he, he qualified for the state and he competed at the state tournament, I know, as a pole vaulter. Um, but he's uh, he's kind of a Danville legend.
0: Well, I'm sure someone with that prestigious of a background uh, counts two things of importance. One, they hold a pole vault record at Danville, and two, they signed Tim McRoberts' high school diploma. So there you go. That's a good thing. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Hey, Tim, thanks again for joining me today. Um, appreciate your <clears throat> engagement with uh, the advocacy work we do here in the state of Indiana, and uh, your friendship and your uh, professional collegiality as well. So appreciate you taking time to join us today. Yeah, so my, my that pleasure. brings us to the checkered flag of another IAPSS poll position bobcast. I want to remind everyone to remember that the work you do as an educational leader is invaluable, invaluable to your students, to your staff, and to your community. I want to thank everyone for what you do and how well you do it. And we'll talk to everyone later.